amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is your host, Evangelist Portia McIver. Trying to get it together here this morning, y'all. Uh, and you have, you are listening to Reaching the Masses Media Ministry. Now, I'll be honest with you, I'm a little handicapped today. I got a, a tooth healed this morning, and they shot me up so with so much numbing, numbing, whatever, that um, I just asked my daughter, I said, how do you scratch when your chin is numb? You know how you get an itch sometimes? How do you scratch when your chin is numb? Uh, the answer is, you can't. <laughs> you won't feel it. But I'm going to do the best that I can here today. And um, forgive me if I um, sound like mush mouth off of um, Fat Albert. But... Uh, yeah, it's not good today. But, you know, I'm going on anyway. So this is God's work. This is prayer, y'all. It is high noon prayer. Time for high noon prayer. So y'all pray as I go on. I was thinking about the scripture this morning that I could bring you on. And um, the scripture came to me. Um, when this when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of God will lift up a standard against him, and that is found in Isaiah fifty nine. That's my moderator back then, y'all. That's my helper. Um, she may just have to take over in a few minutes, but I think I'm gonna be okay. But listen. Sometimes the enemy does come in. I mean, he just comes in like whoosh. And you're standing there wondering like, hey, what happened? Life is going on and you knew some things was wrong, but you didn't think it had gotten that bad. Then all of a sudden, out of the blue, here he comes. Here comes this, the enemy. Whoosh. And it's like he comes in like a flood. I remember over in Exodus when um, Moses, when God sent Moses to tell Pharaoh to let my people go. Now, the Jews had been in slavery for 400 years. Pharaoh had them building the pyramids, had them cleaning his house and building buildings and all of that. And God looked down on his people. And God said one day, enough. 
See, back in the Old Testament, when he was talking to Abraham, he told Abraham about his seed would be more than the stars in the sky and the sands on the on the ocean. But you know what? He also told him that they would be in slavery for 400 years. So not Moses, what's his name? Abraham. He knew. I don't I love Moses. I'm sorry, y'all. If I say Moses instead of Abraham, I love the story of Moses because it's kind of my story. That's a whole nother story. No, I didn't kill nobody. But him staying 40 years in the desert, I swear. I feel like I have been in the desert for the last 40 years sometime, you know. But let's get back to um, the word of God. Abraham knew that his descendants would be in slavery for 400 years. So let's go back up to the future from Abraham. And then came Moses. And God had told Moses that he was the deliverer. And Moses... <laughs> made all kinds of excuses. I, my speech is all messed up. And, you know, I can't do that. I stutter. So you're going to have to get somebody else. Get Aaron to speak. Aaron was his brother. Get Aaron to do the speaking. But I noticed when you read it, if you read it over in Exodus, Aaron never did a lot. And that that he did was not that good. We'll go on that another time. Because he was the one that allowed those people to make that golden calf and they worshipped it. Then time Moses came down out of the mountain. Here come Aaron. Oh, the people have sinned. But Aaron, they left you in charge. Anyway, I'm going to cut that off right then. Because I'm getting ready to go down a rabbit trail that I did not mean to go down. But Moses made an excuse about his speech. But God told him that he could do it, you know. And, and, and like he told one of the disciples, I believe it was Paul, when Paul had a thorn in the flesh, and we all have a thorn in the flesh. Sometimes, at some point in your life, you're going to have a thorn in the flesh. I don't know what his or her or its name is going to be, but you're going to have a thorn in the flesh. But remember one thing. God says, my grace is sufficient. But let's go back to what Moses was told to do. Moses went to Pharaoh and said, Pharaoh, God says, let my people go. And Pharaoh wants to know what God, who are you talking about? What's this God's name? So Moses told him, because Moses had went to God, because he asked God, God, who shall I say sent me? And God told him to tell Pharaoh, I am sent you. And that thing, whenever I hear it, hallelujah, it gives me chills. I am has sent me. Now look, I am is telling you today, your battle is already won. Because he went before you and won the battery. Not battery. He went before you and won the battle. That battle is already won. It was won before you were even conceived in your mother's womb. It was won before the foundation of the world because the scripture said he had given you everything pertaining to life and godliness before the foundation of the world. So that means everything you needed was already done before the foundation of the world. But let's go back to the story, y'all. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm building up here and letting you know, 
Hallelujah. That you don't have to worry about it because it's already done. But Moses went to him and told him, I am has sent me. And Pharaoh heard Moses and he said he would do, do it. And he said, I will let the people go. And then he turned around and changed his mind. And he changed his mind several times. It got to the point one time that even God hardened his heart, hardened Pharaoh's heart. Because he did not want to let those people go. I guess he figured, I have had these people under me for 400 years. I have dogged them. I have killed them. I, you know, I've talked about them. I've made fun of them. I did this, that, and the other. I am their master. But what he did not know, that his master, who sat up high in heaven on the throne, is the one that was master over the Israelites. Not Pharaoh. Pharaoh was just loaned them uh, just for 400 years. Hallelujah. Just for 400 years, y'all. Now, you said that was a long time. Yeah, it was. But that's all he got, 400 years. And he kept on. He said, I'll let him go. Then he'll put it back. Nope, not going to let him go. I'll let him go. No, I'm not going to let him go. So what happened was, and we're going to wind this thing up because, like I said, I'm numb, but that doesn't make a difference. Hey, Moses talked with, talked with a stuttering tongue, and I'm talking with a numb jaw. Anyway, long story short, but in God, we can do all things. Hallelujah. Through Christ, we can do all things. But the, the story goes on that finally God told Moses, he said, have them to go to the Egyptian and then borrow their finest clothes and to borrow all of their gold and silver and go out into the wilderness to go out into the wilderness to worship. Now, no, God was not stealing from the Egyptians. That was riches that was owed to them. Mm -hmm. Think about that. We'll come back to that in a second. But that's what he told him to do, and that's what the people did. And then they went to Pharaoh and said, Pharaoh, God says, let my people go. Now, we know the story. Pharaoh had went through all kinds of plagues, the frogs, the light, water turning to blood, all kinds of stuff. But none of it. Israel, the Israelites stayed over in the land of Goshen, which was just in the next neighboring city. But the whole Egypt went through them plagues. I mean, you wake up in the morning, frogs are in your bed. You wake up and you got balls all over you. You wake up and you got lice all in your hair and your, your, your dog got lice and your cow got lice and your cow got balls and your, your, your sheep got balls and all kinds of stuff. You couldn't drink any water and see Egypt is hard. But the water had turned to blood. And I mean pure blood. I don't mean the stuff that they got now this red algae. No, this was pure blood. God turned it into pure blood. They couldn't drink in the water. So you know they were hot, they were thirsty, they had lice, they had boils. Oh, so much stuff had happened to them. And Pharaoh kept saying, no, 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 no. But finally, it came to the point after God told them to go and borrow the gold and silver and their finest clothes, that Pharaoh got enough. And he said, all right, 
I'll let the people go. But they can go out to pray, but they must come back. He see, he he thought he was slick. You got people in your life that, that say, oh, well, um, yeah, but I'll fix you. You think you're gonna get away? Nope. You think you want? Nope. See, they're in their head planning against God. They're planning against you, but really they're planning against God because you are God's people. And they have already put in their head, hallelujah, what they're going to do. And for a while that it seems like they're going to win. Hallelujah. But let me tell you something. When uh, Moses and the children of Israel got out there, they said, well, they won't come in back. When they got out there and they went out in, in the desert, they won't come. No, they will not come back because God told them to continue. They got out there and they got to the Red Sea. And God told Moses, he looked back and he saw the, the Egyptians coming down behind them. And he looked forward and there was a Red Sea. Now, if they had went into the Red Sea, how many of them were going to drown? <clears throat> God said, the enemy you see today, you will see no more forever. And he told him, hallelujah, to lift up their staff and see the salvation of the Lord. Don't worry about the enemy, because you see them today. Yeah, they're coming, and they're coming swiftly. But let me show you, Moses, what I can do. Let me show you, Moses, that I am God. Let me show you, Moses, that I am who I say I am. I am the great I am. And God blew. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And the waters parted on each side. And when they parted on seaside, the Israelites went across the Red Sea. Not a river, not a stream. The Red Sea on dry ground. When he blew and it parted, he dried up everything. When he blew, the waters had no choice but to stand at attention at the mighty breath of God, hallelujah. And the Israelites went across, they ran across on dry land, hallelujah. We thank God, hallelujah, for the mercy and the grace of God. I tell you all of that to tell you this, don't worry about your enemy. Your enemy will seem like they're gaining on you, hallelujah. But God has said, no weapon against you, Hill God will allow certain things for a little while to grow you up, to mature you, to see which way you're going to turn. Are you going to stand in faith or are you going to collapse in defeat and let the enemy win? See, if they had a civil Moses, we can't go through the water. Look at that. The Egyptians would have gotten every one of them and killed them. But they went through that water. They had faith in the man of God. Hallelujah. And they went through that water. Water on each side of them. Imagine feet. Oh, water way up on each side of you. 
You don't know whether to get ready to fall down. Now, that's on faith, y'all. You don't know whether to get ready to come down on you or not. If you like me, I can't swim. Man, I tell you, they, but they went through because they saw, hallelujah, what happened. And they believed in Moses. They believed in God. Hallelujah. They had seen Moses do so many miracles before. Hallelujah. With all the Egyptian riches, mm, the gold, the silver, the finery, the fine clothes that they had known them. Hallelujah. They went cross on dry and carrying all that stuff with them. Now, you know something? We're going to that little topic. Then we're going to prayer. And I'm going to tell you exactly what happened with the gold and, and the silver and the finery. See, that was stuff that was owed them because Pharaoh had did what he had did, worked those people, and they didn't get paid. They got fed, but they never got paid. That was what Pharaoh owed them for 400 years. And that was just a little bit of it. But God gave them what Pharaoh owed them. Hallelujah, because the Egyptians were rich. He gave them what Pharaoh owed them for those 400 years. And that was just a little bit of because they had more blessings coming. Because when they went over and they conquered those cities, I think it was two of them that they were not supposed to touch. But the rest of them, they got all kind of gold and silver and finery and what. In other words, God paid them back for all the years that they were in slavery. And I say to you out there in the audience, don't worry about that. Hallelujah. It may seem like you're losing now, but God is telling you right now. You see those that are behind you right now? The Egyptians, those sinners, hallelujah, your enemy that's behind you right now, don't worry about it. But after a while, you will see them no more forever. God is going to move them out of the way. He is known to do that. He will move them so fast. You'll look back and say, what happened? The story goes on that when they got over there, see, he had put a pillar of fire up behind them, up behind the Israelites, and it was in front of the Egyptians. So they couldn't even get to the children of God. You know, God will put an angel with a flaming sword up around you. And they'll try to get at you, but can't. Hallelujah. God said, I am God and I change not. Hallelujah. And when they tried to get to the Israelites, they couldn't get that fire. But as soon as the last Israelite went through, and then Moses came behind them, when he got over on dry land, and Miriam, his sister, got over on dry land. Guess what? Then the fire stopped. And the Egyptians thought, oh, yeah, we got him now. We're going to get him. We're going to get him. We're going to get him. See, the water was still up, y'all. But they had one over on dry land. So the Egyptians thought, oh, we're going to go through that too. They went through it, so we're going to get through it. Oh, yeah, we got him now. We got him now. Come on, y'all. Let's go. And they went with all their golden chariots and their fine groomed horses and all of their whatever they had on. And they thought, sure, oh, we're going to get them now. We've got a straight path. Hey, it's dry, no mud. We're going to get them. It's going to be fast and quick. Boom. Nope. When they went to go through <laughs> that water that was up on east side and a dry ground that God had provided for the Israelites. <laughs> 
Yeah. When they went through there, when the last one of them got through, see, Pharaoh was up on a hill. He was looking and he sent his army. He put that hand up and told them, go. Uh-huh. And they went. When the last member of that army got through that water, all of that water went whoosh, crushing down on them. And every one of them drowned. Pharaoh stood, stood there in shock. He could not believe what he just saw. He just lost his whole army. Hallelujah. Because God said, touch not my anointing and do my prophets no harm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I, I'm, I'm sorry I'm so long, but I wanted to give you this story and give you some little bits there so that you can see what I'm saying. There is nothing that man is going to do to you when you're a child of God that God is going to let him do. He's not going to let him get away with it. You don't have to worry about it. You stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. You give it to God and stand still, continue to pray, continue to believe. And the Egyptians that you see today, you will see no more forever. The enemy that you see today, you will see no more forever. God will move them out of your way. Hallelujah. In whatever way he does it. See, the Egyptians got it real bad. I don't know what's going to happen with your enemy. But I do know that God will move them. Hallelujah. He'll move them out of your way. And you will be over on dry land with your riches. And guess what? Then he turn around and give you double for your trouble. Hallelujah. In the name of that's my God. Remember I told you in one of the other prayers, I said the benefits of serving God are wonderful. You don't get it. When you give your life to the Lord, he does not let you fall down. You may have some hard times. They had 400 years of slavery because they were disobedient to God. But guess what? God remembered them and he brought them out. Sometimes things may take a little long. There's an old saying that my mother and my grandmother used to say, he may not come when you want him, but he's right on time. And man, when he comes, he blesses you double and triple. He really does. But let us go through the throne, to, to the throne of grace today. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, you see, hallelujah, what the enemy is doing. You see the trouble that the enemy has caused. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. You know, hallelujah, the enemy's end. And you know our end because you said you know our end. You knew our end from our beginning. Hallelujah. You formed our end in victory. Then you worked your way up to the beginning. Hallelujah. And you made it all good. Hallelujah. You said to touch not my anointing and do my prophets no harm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And you meant that. We are your children. When they touch us, whether in word or deed, hallelujah. When they touch us, they touch you. Hallelujah. We are like David. We are the apple of your eye. Hallelujah. We are the ecclesia, the church, the bride. Hallelujah. Of they can't do us the way they do it, Lord, because you will 
retaliate. All we got to do is be on our knees. Our weapon is on our knees. Your weapon is what you do. You said, I am that I am, hallelujah. And you told us to decree a thing, and it shall be established. When we decree, hallelujah, that my God, hallelujah, shall supply my every need according to his riches and glory, that means that taking care of our enemies too, that taking care of those that raise their tongues against us, that lie on us, hallelujah, that cheat us, hallelujah, that do us so bad that we ask, Lord, where are you, hallelujah? And when you hear your children cry, you come and you say, here am I, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. And you begin to blow. You begin to speak. Hallelujah, our freedom. Hallelujah, our peace, our shalom. Hallelujah. And you fix it every time. Lord, we thank you for this Wednesday. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, for us going and coming today. I ask you to bless each person that's listening today, Lord, and their family members. Lord, I ask you, hallelujah, to bless, hallelujah. Hallelujah, each child, hallelujah, that is represented in, by that family, Lord. Our children go through so much in these schools, Lord. And I ask you to encamp your angels around all the saints' children, around all children, Lord, to keep them safe, Lord. No more bullying, hallelujah. No more shootings in the school, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I ask you, hallelujah, to continue to bless this household. Lord, take the pain away from this tooth, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, Lord. Unnumb it, Lord. Hallelujah. It's, hey, I feel it, Lord. I feel it. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You know, God is so amazing, y'all. But I feel it, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you. And I couldn't feel it just now, but I can feel it now. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But hallelujah, Lord, we know that you are God. And you sit on the throne. You said you're king of kings and lord of lords. So no matter who thinks that they have power over us, they don't get it, Father. When they go up against us, they go up against you. And they don't want to go up against you. They don't get it. When they go up against us, they are going up against the mighty I am. Hallelujah. And the mighty I am has something for them. They will lose everything that they thought they had. Hallelujah. Now, we are not wishing these things on them, Lord. But you have your way. You know what they need to calm them down. Our wish is that they get saved. Hallelujah. And not lose their soul. That's us because we have your spirit dwelling in us. We don't wish them any harm. We want them to prosper and be in health even as their soul prospers because that's your wish. But, Lord, we know that some of them don't want to prosper. They just want to get on us, and they want to dog us, put us down, and do whatever they do. But they don't get it. They are going up against the great I am. When they go up against I am's children, they're going up against the great I am, and they can't win. There is no way to win when you go up against the child of God. Hallelujah. Like Balaam tried to curse the children of God. He couldn't do it. And that donkey kicked him off, hallelujah, 
on the way to curse God's children, the donkey spoke to him and asked him, what are you doing? Lord, you know what it said. I'm paraphrasing. But they even now to that donkey asked him, what on earth are you doing? And the people, our enemies are the same way. Lord, hallelujah, you know what you're doing. You may get a donkey to talk to them. That donkey could see that angel, but Balaam couldn't. There was an angel there with a flaming sword. And that donkey brayed up and Balaam fell off. Hallelujah. The donkey saw it. And that's the way our enemies are, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm not going to be me, Lord. I, I want to say something, but I'm not going to be me. But, Lord, I do know you. Hallelujah. And I know what you will do to our enemies because our enemies are your one. Hallelujah. So, Lord, we ask you to take care of them. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. To hallelujah. Don't let their souls be lost, Lord. But let them know that they have come up against a God or a child of God and they can't win, Father. They cannot win. Hallelujah. They cannot. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hey, Lord, God, our footsteps, God, our tongue. Bless our household, Lord, both spiritually and financially, Lord. Bless our mates, hallelujah. Allow us to be the help meet that they need, hallelujah. Bless our children. Bless our neighbors, even the little squirrels in our yard. Bless them, Lord. The birds in our trees, bless them, Lord. Because we are in their presence, they are blessed. Because you are in us, hallelujah. And if you, since you are in us and everything around us is blessed, we thank you, Lord. We glorify your name. And we say thank you for what you're doing in our lives, Lord. We have the victory. The victory is ours. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. Now, I want to say something, y'all, about this shirt. Uh, my daughter uh, bought me th this shirt. The other day, we had to exchange it for another shirt that my other daughter had gave me. But when she got this one, it says, what now? I'm, I'm, I'm allergic to haters. I'm allergic <clears throat> to haters. I break out in forgiveness. I break out in forgiveness. Luke 16. Luke 6. Luke 6. Luke 6. <laughs> 27 through 29. Luke 6. 27 to 20 through 29. Go in there and see what it says. I'm allergic to haters. I break out in forgiveness. When God gets down behind your enemy, forgive him and go on. This is Portia from Reaching the Masses Ministry. I know I said Portia. Titus don't mean not nothing to me. I tried to be what I am, but Titus don't mean nothing to me. And this is me, this is Portia coming to you saying, don't worry about your enemy, God's got it. And the enemy you see today, you will see no more forever. God's got it, y'all. Blessings. Love you. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.